Thank you for choosing the podcast of East Haven Baptist Church in Brookhaven, Mississippi. For more information on the ministries of East Haven and to access videos and sermon notes from our services, visit www.easthaven.net. As I mentioned earlier, as we continue this Advent season, the word for today is peace. Now, I'm about to share with you a brief message I just alluded to a minute ago in a prayer, okay? This is a little bit different. It's not supposed to be a long message, but I pray that God speaks to you. Uh, He can speak through a longer message or a short message. Heard a preaching professor say one time to his preacher boys in class, he said, guys, there's no such thing as a bad short sermon. So if you're used to taking notes, there's no outline, but there is a little place to take notes. I have a few things that I want to share with you about peace. We've been singing about peace. That's part of the preparation of the coming of the Christ child in the Christmas season. And if there's anything that our world needs right now, it's peace. You watch the news and it can be Uh, mind-boggling about what's going on and what is occurring in our world. There's wars and there's rumors of other wars to take place, perhaps. And we trust God because He is sovereign in all things. So we need peace worldwide. We need peace in the U.S. We need peace in our own state. You hear about things going on in Jackson as I've come back for about nine, ten months now, back home after being away for decades. I shake my head sometime thinking, man, what happened to the capital of Mississippi and what's going on? It's just, it's just a time where we need peace. You look at our neighbors and what's going on in our communities close by, even this past week or so, or even our own, we think, man, we need peace. And so I want to I talk to you just a minute about that because that is a part of the Christmas story. First of all, peace was prophesied in Isaiah. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And so long, long ago it was prophesied. That's one way that we know by faith, you don't have to park your brain to be a believer, that all those years there was indications that Jesus would come. And he is Emmanuel. We sang about that. He came, and that's what it means, God with us. And so peace was prophesied long, long time ago. Peace is ultimately in a person. It's in the person of Jesus Christ. We've been studying Ephesians. We've had part one first three chapters, we're going to pick back up in the new year of part two, the last three chapters. Now listen to what we were told when we studied chapter two of Ephesians. In verse 14, it says, for he himself is our peace. He who knew no sin became sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. There's so many people trying to find peace in a person, in a job, in a family member, 
through finances. They're, they're trying to fill a void that will never be filled by anything else except Jesus. That verse clearly says, he is our peace. When we talked to our baptismal candidates earlier, we talked about how this is not just the beginning. When you put your faith in Christ, you've been baptized saying, I'm not ashamed. You're, on, you're letting everybody know I'm on God's team. But don't stop there. It's a journey until we get to heaven. Get to know him. He wants to use you. He is ultimately our peace. And then the third thing and last thing I would say about biblical peace is this. Peace can be your present today. Meaning this, some of you entered the room or some of you may be listening or watching and you don't necessarily have a peace because you're overwhelmed by something going on in your life. I have no idea what it is. I could have some idea about some of you because of some health issues or challenges in your family or whatever it might be, but everybody's going through something. Everybody is going through something. And here's what Philippians says, do not be anxious about anything, but pray about everything. And then here's the next verse that sometimes we leave off. In Philippians 4, 7, it says, if you do that, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Nothing else will give us that peace except him. He can guard our heart and mind if we continue to turn to him and trust in him and talk with him and listen to him. That's biblical peace. Now, like you, I have some Christmas movies that I like to watch every year. Uh, Two of my favorite, one is The Grinch. I'm talking about the, the, the Cary Grinch with the live people. It's not a story in the Bible, but it's a Christmas story that some of us like to watch. To me, that movie is pretty funny. And what happened with the Grinch is that uh, he had a wound. He had no peace in the story, which is not in the Bible. But it's, it's about a guy who was unique in the way he looked and the way he talked and the way he acted and the way he came into the world and he was wounded and so he had a he had no peace and because he had no peace he tried to do everything he could to make sure everybody else didn't have peace but then there was Cindy Lou Who oh Cindy Lou Who loved the Grinch regardless of what he said and did she'd giggle and she'd love the Grinch and because he had a hard heart and he had no peace Eventually, over time, that love broke down a hardened heart, and he began to change and be different, even though he didn't really want to, and he had a peace. That's the kind of peace, greater peace than that, that God wants to give us, and it may be that somebody here has been wounded. I'd say everybody's going through something. And everybody's lived long enough has a wound or wounds or several. Some of them are big. Some of them are heavy. Do you know that Christmas can be a time to heal those wounds? Biblically speaking, that's what peace is all about. 
That's why Jesus came. Well, there's another one. It's a wonderful life. That's my most favorite Christmas film of all. Oh, George Bailey. Some of you may not know what I'm talking about, but you need to go watch it. It's in black and white. Uh, the older people in here will remember the story. And George Bailey was a good guy. Came from a, a wonderful family, people of character. And he had a dream, but because of circumstances, his dream didn't come true. And ultimately, George Bailey was putting other people first. He realized it really wasn't about him. And he allowed circumstances, because sometimes that can happen. Things get heavy and heavy and heavy. And finally, he reached a point where it was really heavy. And then old Clarence showed up. Clarence the angel. Now, he's not in the Bible. I've looked to see if perhaps uh, Clarence was in the New Testament somewhere, but he's not. He's just a pretend figure. And so Clarence, in this story, which is not in the Bible, helped George Bailey realize what life would have been like without him. All the people that would have been affected and a community would have been affected in a negative way if he'd not been born and he'd not lived. And old George Bailey came around and he saw things differently and he had a peace and he was back to a greater version of George Bailey. You see, that's what God can do for us. He can help us work through even the most difficult circumstances when we feel like I see no hope, there is no hope, what am I going to do? And yet if we pause and we reflect on God has given us a purpose and a mission or we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't. And so what we need to do is get in on that mission and get in on that purpose. Press into him when the world presses into us at a greater level and be the best version of ourselves in Christ that we'll ever be. There's a couple of verses that I believe will help us here that have to do with peace. Listen to this, John 16, 33. I have told you these things, Jesus said, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And then in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, it says, verse 16, May the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. God, thank you for biblical peace. Thank you that regardless of what's going on in our world, we can have personal peace. And we can trust you even when we may think we have no purpose or no hope. Thank you, God, that you can take wounds, you can take circumstances, you can take the most difficult of times and use it for good when we persevere, we keep our eyes on you, and we trust in you. Help us to do that today at a whole nother level. God, I thank you for East Haven. I thank you for... Brookhaven, I thank you for the opportunities that we have here as well as in our state to proclaim the Prince of Peace in Jesus' name.
Amen.